Welcome to the Lifeline Church podcast. In this series, John Singleton will be looking at the principles of money in the kingdom of God. We hope you enjoy it. So in this uh, fourth session of short talks on money, we're going to look at management, budget, direction, cover some of the points and apply them. We mentioned before about the possibility of different seasons. There are different seasons in our life. The important thing, of course, is that we we move with the seasons. Sometimes people seem to be stuck in a particular season. We talked about the willingness to suffer hardship uh, for the sake of the gospel. And that's a season. And sometimes that season changes and the mentality has to change. We also saw that God made for the children of Israel uh, mirac- miraculous provision uh, in the wilderness. But if they'd have continued to depend on miraculous provision when they got into the promised land, they would have starved to death because there was a whole different season. So understanding the season of God helps us to pray and exercise faith appropriately. I think we also have to jettison um, traditional ways, religious ideas. Uh, I know there used to be a kind of mentality in this country that we would describe like a contract between the church and God that went something like this. God, you keep the pastor humble and we'll keep him poor. That's... That's not kingdom. That's just religious, religious nonsense. The idea of doing things on the cheap, the idea of only receiving God's provision through offerings. They're, they're all religious ideas. I met somebody once when we were beginning to develop uh, different ways of accessing money into the kingdom and uh, pursuing projects that would serve the community. And I was shocked when they turned around and said, no, we prefer to just look for donations. They only had one mindset. They only had one way. Whether it was God's way or not, it didn't matter because that's what they were used to. And we have to be a people that are willing to adjust and change, including and particularly in respect of money. I remember uh, on an occasion see there's some funny ideas on occasion being uh, in another country and people were asking for help to support the church to pay the pastor and when I looked at it I said well hang on a minute I've got people back at home that are caring for more people pastoring more people and they're doing a full-time job well why wouldn't you just get some work well, do you know what it seemed to be that the pastor was too too holy, too set apart to actually work? Well, that's not a kingdom position. I remember my grandfather, who was a, uh, a pastor in a very poor area of the east of London for many years, and laid down his life and served and gave and worked for a living 
most of his life so that he wouldn't actually be a charge on the people, recognising that the people themselves were struggling in those days. So we're looking for kingdom principle, not tradition. So we talked about the different seasons, and yes, there are times of uh, of hardship. And remember that Paul, uh, at a period of time, was making tents to help support himself in the work of the ministry. But it also means that if we operate in kingdom principles, there shouldn't be a need for somebody to have to be supported until there are sufficient people who, if they're each giving a percentage of their money, the the, the pastor within, or the leader, whatever you call him, would actually be able to be released, to be supported, so that he can be engaged uh, all his time in advancing the kingdom, caring for the flock, and be supported at the average of the people that are part of his flock. Then, of course, there was a season of trusting God for supply. Recognises that God is the source. Now, I remember that I believed that, even back when I was stockbroking, and then it produced a problem. Because it was traditional when you wanted to have an increase in salary that you would go to your boss and say, well, I have greater needs, so the family's increasing, or whatever it may be, the prices are going up. But I couldn't say God was my source and then plead need to the boss because that would be a, a, a complete um, disregard for the integrity of the thing. So I devised a way and I used to tell the boss how much value I was to them and how much business I was bringing in. And sometimes they were convinced and sometimes they were. Remember, God is the source. He may, for people who are supported within the ministry, he may use the church or whatever aspect of ministry it is. But they are... They're the means, they're not the source. And it's important that we understand that. Very important to recognise, therefore, that we're, we're, we're called to serve God and called to look to him, whatever we are, wherever we are, whether it's in secular employment or, or wherever. That's the principle of supply. And we see how God can amazingly make these, uh, make his supply. Uh, God is not limited to, to a traditional source. I, 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 we had a period of time way, way back when uh, having had a very lucrative background, I felt God say to me, uh, you've learned how to trust me in much. I want you to learn how to trust me in little. And of course, I just thought it was a weird thought in my mind. But lo and behold, through nothing wrong that we'd done, we suddenly found that our outgoings were rather more than our incomings. Now, this was a this was a concern, uh, not so much to me, but particularly to my wife, because her background was very much a more of a, 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 of a, a scrimp and scrape background, so much so that uh, talking about changing seasons when we were first married I couldn't understand why we would go out to buy some item of clothing but we could only buy one and then we had to go back home again and go out the following week and as I delved into it I realized that deep in her psyche had been uh, 
produced this idea if you had more than one thing, you were being greedy or spending unnecessarily. Well, getting through that was a double blessing. It meant that we could get more than one thing and it meant I didn't have to go to the shops all the time. So there was a double blessing in that. But it's understanding that we change with with the seasons and that God is our source and we trust God for his provision. During this particular time that I was referring to, uh, it was, as I say, a concern to my wife and she uh, she what we what we decided was look let's take a little notebook and make a note of everything that we get which was not we couldn't have said oh yes we we knew we were going to get that and some amazing things happened it was god teaching us exactly what he said how to trust us in whatever situation we were and she would she would walk down the road and see uh, some item of clothing on sale for a ridiculous price. I mean, in the end, we didn't need the notebook anymore because she'd come to see how God was the supplier. An exciting, if slightly scary time. Of course, it made provision for later on uh, when God would ask us to take additional and further steps. Then, of course, there's the question of uh, the season in the promised land, the season of sowing and, and reaping. And that's where we, we, we mustn't have a do it on the cheap uh, mentality, where we must take responsibility for the costs that we incur, whether it's in the work of the ministry or anywhere else. Uh, it's important that we, uh, we honour the brethren and we honour God by doing so. So there are different seasons and we have to adjust to the season. People sometimes say to me, um, what when you when you left uh, stockbroking, uh, was it was it a, a, a big thing? I mean, think about the the money. It was very interesting because um, I knew, and this is where the prophetic and the word of God comes in. I knew that there was a call of God that would mean that one day, that's what I would be required to do. It's not everybody that has to respond in that way but that was what I knew and so the time came when it was right for me to go and I was asked to do that by the way by that time <clears throat> I was probably doing two full-time jobs because of the demand of both both jobs and couldn't really go on but it was interesting because it was leaving a very uh, lucrative uh, career uh, to be involved with the church that was in its early stages where my good friend and I were taken in terms to support the church month by month alternatively because the cash flow simply wasn't there so it was a very strange thing and not something that 
you would actually recommend as a wise investment but of course there is no wiser investment than following God it is important that we encourage and teach people to give because the Bible teaches that that's for our good spiritual health if we fail to do that we do we do a disservice to people but of course if we do it the wrong way that's also a disservice this is not about pressurizing um, or trying to squeeze money out of people because otherwise it completely misses the point of it being cheerful and sacrificial and freely and as an expression of heart because remember as far as God's concerned attitude is far more important than amount so to be generous and I, I can't comprehend how somebody who's been touched with the love of God and knowing what God has done for us can be mean can be anything other than generous and in fact our giving should reflect that and should never be grudgingly done there's also the question of wisdom you see it's possible to have a budget and to use a budget wisely but still live by faith still live by what God says still respond in every direction and every decision to what God says now the advantage of a budget and we teach this and I won't go into a lot of detail on this because it's easier to to show it mapped out and if you're wanting more information just let me know and we'll we'll give you an example and show you how it's actually done but it's basically a simple accrual system so that we know what we're, our expenditures are going to be and we don't suddenly get caught out oh it's this month and we've got the car insurance to pay or some big bill to pay because we apportion that over a 12-month period and build that into our budget now over a number of years we've often found ourselves in a place of helping people that were in some difficulty with with their money and with their finances it's one of the big things in in this modern age so um, we always see that it's important to know where we start from it amazes me that uh, when people get into problems it's almost as though the mind blanks out and they are no longer even aware and I say write down all the all the debts that you've got time and time again oh yeah yes I've written everything down oh yes and I remembered this remembered that so there is a need to know living by faith doesn't mean to say we don't need to know where we stand so listing the debts listing the expenditure before we map out the actual budget we're actually going to be asking God so Lord this is the situation this is what the shortfall is is it in your plan that we should be looking to you for an increase in income or a decrease in expenditure so that whichever way it is is it's done on the basis of hearing God and done on the basis of faith of course the other thing that we need to do is deal with the demon of credit cards so often people in difficulty in the management of money have 
resorted to credit cards. And then, of course, you're running fast to stand still because of the high interest rate. Then, of course, we always start off with the basis of what is the guidance God gives to set aside that 10%. has to be done by faith, can't be done by rule, can't be done by law. But he tells us how to do it. And he starts and gives us that opportunity to respond. So we give then as he directs, not just on the basis of need. Sometimes there are these appeals that come across on the media and they're very skillfully done, very emotionally done, and people can respond to that. But the fact of the matter is we have to do what God gives us to do and we have to operate as God tells us to operate. And so we're looking to see that there's a, a place where we can honour God in the management uh, as well as in the direction uh, of uh, what he gives to us to be responsible for. Thank you for listening. If you want to know more, please check out our website at lifelinechurch.co.uk. Thank you.